And welcome to Sister Act. This is a podcast where two sisters talk about movie musicals. Uh, I am one of those sisters. My name is Jackie. I am the other sister. My name is Nicola. Uh, And today we're talking about the 1943 classic, Stormy Weather. And Uh, this movie was an hour and 15 minutes, so we're going to have a really tough time getting it under half or we're gonna have a tough time getting it to the length of our usual episodes we'll see (laughs) i picked it because it was so short (laughs) we were gonna do diana the musical which i watched all of and then nick was like this was too bad my i didn't even watch all of it my roommates were watching it and i like saw the beginning and the end and i was like i can't sit through this again to see the whole thing so i didn't hate it as much as I don't know. The parts she saw, I found but... myself. I was like, I don't even care that much about Princess Diana. Like, I'm not one of those people that like cares. But I was like, how dare you? <laughs> the end was t- if you saw the when, end. The when end was... she's talking to the queen and the qu- and she's like, I don't want security. And the queen is like, Are you sure? She's like, No, I don't need it. And like all triumphant. <laughs> and then the way they do the death, it's just so lazy i was the way they did angry. the death was more taste we were afraid there was gonna be like car screeching noises or something it just was like when the final number starts you're like this is hard to land i just don't know how you end in a sort of way that isn't garish a musical about princess diana where she's the point of view character because like you know she die like she dies that's just it's not gonna end in a satisfying way and so I was very nervous that it would be worse than it was or that, like, she wouldn't die. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. <laughs> but but the end is hard. The end is probably just, like... The end is just bad. Yeah. It's just, like, they did everything, like, the first thing they thought of. I don't even know that that's true. It just feels like you can't think of anything good. I can't imagine. I don't have any notes except for, no, don't do this. Yeah, my note is, why did you set out to do this? And that's when I get mad because I'm like, just because everyone's like so into Princess Diana and you wanted to like make money, but you had nothing interesting to say and you made a bad thing. I, I mean, it feels like this is a moment to be... You can kind of understand that there's people are once again sort of questioning the, the the harms that the monarchy does to the people within it. You know, like I think there has been recently a lot of discourse about that same thing. So you could see why it would be like, oh, maybe yeah, we could but there, reflect on some of these things through an old story. But then it feels like I don't feel like it's just a cash grab, but it does feel like you get, you know, three days into working on this and you got to be like, you know what? <laughs> I don't Maybe know not. I don't know if it's just a cash grab, but if it was trying to be anything else, it failed. You didn't even see it. <laughs> I saw enough, Jackie. <laughs> anyway, we didn't watch that. So then I was like, what's a kind of short thing on our list? And I suggested, I was looking up, I was like, maybe Yentl, that would be fun. But then I was like, it's two hours and 15 minutes, not this oh, week. No. <laughs> 
but then Stormy Weather was short. And But I wanted to see Stormy Weather, and I'm very glad that we saw it. I know. It was I'm good timing glad. because someone in my writing group had a project that involved Lena Horne, and I was like, oh, oh. I'm hip on Lena Horne now. A day too late because the group already met. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> next time she brings that project in, I'll be like, here are my thoughts on Lena Horne. Lena Horne is the person I knew the least about. Just, we don't talk much about, like, ourselves, but I, I am a dance major college student so like i've done like more scholarly like learning about bill robinson and katherine dunham so and like sort of the nicholas brothers but not really so i didn't this really is know just fun to watch i was like don't the nicholas brothers have like an iconic dance in this number in, in this show but then i was like it's not really happening i don't know where it would come from maybe it's something else did they already do their dancing were they like on the boat or something i felt this and then their way. big number happened and i was like oh this is where I like the most iconic nicholas brothers dances it just <laughs> happens <laughs> i know so throughout the whole movie we get to a point where i think that the movie is like over and i'm like weren't the nicholas brothers supposed to be in this like they have one of the most iconic movie dance things of all time like i would think that it would be more ceremonious when they entered the film and then it happens like after you think like and all of the story is over and then they just like do the craziest <laughs> stuff and then and then they're gone <laughs> Yeah. But okay, so yes. we should say what this movie's about. So this movie is not really about anything. It's yeah. just like Bill I'll so say when it starts, they get like so there's a bunch of little kids and mm-hmm. in the mailbox there's like <laughs> a magazine there's, or something. There's a bunch of little kids, period. In the mailbox there's a magazine. <laughs> yes. The kids weren't in the mailbox. <laughs> Good. But there was like a I don't know if it was a magazine or some type of book or something. Some sort of pamphlet about like the advancements of the African-American race in dance and entertainment. But it was like specifically, I think it was like about Bill Williamson's contributions to it was celebrating twenty five years of contribution. Yeah, exactly. So then he's like. So I thought it was like 25 years of his contributions because he has his picture on the cover too. I think it was, I, I don't know. My I think that it just said like 25 years of African-American progress in like representation and motion picture or whatever. And he was like the centerpiece of that. It was like his face was on the cover because he was so iconic. And so he was sort of explaining his story to the kids. But I didn't think the magazine I, was just about him. I but throughout it, there were sort of like messages from other yes, people. So you seem to think that it was the title was like contributions of the African-American race. But I think that it was contributions to like Bill Robinson's contributions too. That makes sense. I thought it was um, like put out by the NAACP or something, you know. And they I were think, like, I think that I'm right. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Based also, on- I paused to read the title and then unpaused and realized that it was just going to be completely still for like ten seconds, so you could <laughs> read the whole thing. <laughs> but anyway. So then I see this and the picture of Bill Robinson and then they say, Uncle Bill, Uncle Bill, look at this. I'm like, is Bill Robinson just like playing himself? But he's playing Bill Williams. He's playing 
character loosely based on him, and it's Bill Williamson. Yes. So then he sits and down he all telling these kids. the kids the story of his thing, and he goes back to World War One, and he's like, I was in some military band, and we played in the trenches. And my brain is like, oh, this movie is going to be about this military band, like, playing through the stormy weather of World War One. <laughs> But it's not. Then the movie starts, we like go into the flashback and the war is over and they're back in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like being celebrated. They're in some parade and he's marching with his friend Gabe Tucker and they're both in the this famous regiment and they're going to go to a dance because they're proud to be back celebrating. And Gabe Tucker, his whole thing is that he likes to pretend that he's richer than he is. So he brings this woman who's like, wow, I love a man who's loose with his money. And he's like, I only have $4 left to spread. <laughs> and then she's like, wow, buy me this $3 thing. And he's just well, spending the so whole time. there's this woman and she's like, gardenias, 25 cents each. And then this girl's like, daddy, I want all of them. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then the woman's like, that'll be $3. And he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> but he buys them all because he can't. And he keeps digging himself in deeper because then they're sitting down to drink and the waiter's like, there's ginger ale and soda pop. And he's like, where I come from, I'm always drinking champagne. I guess I'll have to get used to this plebe liquid. And then the waiter's like, oh, well, if you want champagne, I'm sure I can find something for you. And the girl's like, oh, that would be great. And And he's he's like, like, no, no, don't trouble yourself. Really, ginger ale's fine. (laughs) He's like, no, no. I want the best for you. I'm going to go get you that champagne. So then he has to worry about paying for that. And he keeps saying, like, he knows he's an old friend of Chick Bailey's. Or he was, like, Chick Bailey's old manager and got him where he is. And then Chick Bailey comes over and... Selena's like, oh, you know, we haven't Gabe? introduced Selena's. <laughs> I'm just saying this, and then we can go back. Okay, <laughs> carry on. So then Chick Bailey's like Gabe, and then like gets like sent away somewhere else, and then this girl is like, the nerve of him to like, he, he, you got him where he is today, and he couldn't even like act like he knew who you were. How rude. And then they're like, oh, really dodged that one. And then um, Chick Bailey's like, oh, it's on me. And he's like, oh, no, like, I couldn't have you do that. And then he's like, no, it's okay. And then he's like, oh, thank you. Thank God. <laughs> so, so that's Chick Gabe's, Bailey and that's Gabe's little arc. In yes. This. <laughs> Selena is the, is the brother, I mean, is the sister of someone who was friends with Bill Williamson Clem. in the war, who is dead now. Yeah. And so there he's like going to, I don't know, say, give her some item of his or something. They're trying to connect with each other. And they connect and immediately they're like, oh, we're in love with each other. <laughs> and so they're like flirting and have a good time. And Chick Bailey's like kind of jealous of how sweet lena horn seems to be who is lena horn is playing selena uh seems to be on bill robinson i mean bill bill williamson (laughs) (laughs) and then they all sit down at the table together that whole thing happens and then the reveal that he's chick bailey is that lena horn is asking gabe like oh you're in the music industry because he's lying to the woman about how that is the case and then she's like, oh, well, I'm sure you know Chick Bailey. And that's when he says, like, I got Chick Bailey where he is. And then the announcer is like, and now Selena and Chick Bailey. And Dave, Bill Williamson is like, you idiot to Gabe. <laughs> and then she sings a whole number, 
which is like there's no two ways about love um and it's a lovely little song it's a nice little song Mm -hmm. and then bill is like wow i didn't know you could sing like that and she's she's like like, well you're an amazing dancer well she's like that happened um I couldn't when (laughs) Clem left, but I worked really hard and I practiced. And you can do the same thing with dancing. And he's like, I could, but I need to go to Memphis and work. Um, Well, he has... The gender politics of this movie are very annoying. (laughs) Because he's like, (laughs) I have to go and make it on my own so that I can be worthy of this woman who clearly has feelings for me and is, like, independently well, like, you know, works a job and is quite successful. There's no reason for him to go, like, leave to try to become successful on his own, but he can't be, like, beholden to his girlfriend. So he's like, I gotta go to Memphis. And he was gonna go to Memphis to, like, work on a train or something or like pick cotton but then he decides instead that he's going to become a waiter at this restaurant that is run by that's like a a place to train as a musician and dancer and so when so when he's on the ship to memphis there's a little number that was very good i enjoyed that's um I don't know what what it was. Oh, they do a cakewalk at the thing, too. We skip that they do a a cakewalk at the... This is when they're having that conversation. And he's like, I know you're so good at dancing. Yeah, she's like, let's go win this cake. But because the guy is like, everybody dance. But they're the the only two that join in. Costumes are like... They have, I mean, like, because the cakewalk is like a minstrelsy thing, and they have little like minstrel faces on the backs, backs of, their of their heads, heads. and yeah. so it looks like they're all blacked up, and you're like, Ugh, I don't want to watch this, but I guess this is what it's it's an old movie. <laughs> this is just kind of what people watch, and especially it's set in the, I mean, like this is a period appropriate thing. But then they turn around and they're not blacked up, but they have the little blacked up faces on their the backs of their heads. It's like, oh, very clever, a very fun little twist on the cakewalk. <laughs> And they do the cakewalk, which I I believe is a pretty boring dance to watch, but I understand that it was exciting at the time. No, yes. Well, the cakewalk, some dance history for you. The cakewalk was initially, like, enslaved people were just, like, dancing to make fun of white people. And then their, like, slaveholders were like, oh, what a lovely dance. Let's make them compete for a cake. And, like, didn't realize that it was making fun of them. So probably the reason it's kind of boring is because it's based on the way white people dance. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. Anyway, then they... Then he's on the ship and he's like, "Uh, I I never want to see another bale of cotton again or something or a bale of hay i don't know he no, lies it's about, down it's cotton yeah he lies it's not down a bale of cotton <laughs> and then he hears music and then he's like oh, music there's like some weird oh yeah they're shot. like asleep but then he like sleepwalks into the yeah. <laughs> and someone's like oh that's probably some like like gabe tucker doesn't care he's like those dang musicians but Bill Williamson, uh, he can't stop his feet when he hears that music. He, like, tap dances over to listen. Yeah, and it's it's a fun number, because then they're, like... So they're scatting, and then someone will, like, play an instrument, and they'll, like, try to make it look like they're like making they're the music the with their... Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... And then Bill Billy Williamson, Williamson just tap, tap puts some, 
um, what's it called on the ground, and then he does some soft. The chew. bin just said fire. <laughs> I know it said fire, which was very confusing. I think Maybe it's, it was like ashes. sand to throw on a fire <laughs> to stop a fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he does on some gunpowder. <laughs> he does soft chew. It's fun number. Then we jump to in Memphis, Ada He's Brown's a club. And Fats Waller plays with his band every single night. And we learn that Bill's not even a waiter here. It was like the bartender was sick, so the cook needed to fill in for the bartender. So then the host needed to, or the the waiter waiter needed to fill in for for the cook. So then he needed to fill in for the waiter. So he filled in for the waiter, yeah. But he's just like walking around, like on the top of the moon, listening to this music and being in this club. Yeah, first and we then... hear Ada Brown just like sing a song, and then someone comes in and they're like, Chick Bailey and his boys are coming in. We gotta be ready. We could get hired right now. And then everyone's running around and he's helping get set up. And then they do another number, but this time they're really performing it to, to Chick mm-hmm. Bailey. And who comes along? But. Selena, Selena, whatever her last name was. Selena Rogers, I think. That was going to be my guess, too. So when he sees Selena, he's like, ooh, and then goes over and then, like, comes behind her and, like, grabs her coat and she's like, oh, thank you. And then he's all sad and puts the coat on the hanger and is like, oh, she doesn't recognize me. She's too big. But then when she sees him, she immediately recognizes him. It was literally just because he went from behind. Yeah. So <laughs> she just assumed. <laughs> and he didn't say, like, Selena. He yeah, just he was didn't like, really I'll say take your anything, coat. But it's not a big deal when she sees him. She's like, why Bill Williamson? But first, so Fats and the band finish and Chick Bailey's like, well, that was great. Want to be in the show? And then Ada Brown is like, good for you. And then Chick Bailey's like, hey, Ada, why don't you just fold up this joint and come with us? And she's like, really? I'm folding up this joint by Saturday. Sorry, Bill. You're out of employment again. (laughs) (laughs) And then then Selena goes like, hey, Chick. Bill's a really great dancer. We should, like, bring him along, too. And Chick is like, but a good dancer is worth a nickel a dozen. And then she's she's like, like, well, do it as a favor to my dead brother. (laughs) It's what he would have wanted. And Chick Bailey's like, okay, can't say no to the dead brother. I guess I'll hire Bill. And so Bill is in the show. And they say, he's going to put you on top. Oh, yeah. And he's, oh, wait, I think we go back to the, do we go back to the kids? Yeah, because the kids are Throughout this, the kids, anytime we jump forward in time, we're kind of talking, checking in with the kids. So there's some sort of thing that's like. And did he put you right on top, Uncle Bill? And then he's like, oh, he sure did. And then he's like, there's like this extravagant set with like different branch it's a tree, tree branches yeah, and, he's, and he's on the top top of the tree yeah and, and then it's a fun like little playing a drum i really enjoyed this song dig dig do dig dig do dig dig a doom dig a doom doom yes it was very fun um, um but yeah so and then and all another thing i was like kept i was like oh my god Catherine dunham like i can't wait when's her dance and then i kept being like I don't know. I would think that it would be more ceremonious when it's the Catherine Dunham dance. 
and then it was. It was like, yeah, it, Selena that's Rogers awesome. Both the Nicholas Brothers and Catherine Bennett are just at the end. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so there's a big dance number. Digga digga do. Then, then they go backstage. Yeah. And, and he says like, like, hey, let's get a sandwich or whatever. But Chick ba- to uh, Bill to says to Selena, like, let's get a sandwich. But Chick is and, like... You'll never I be anything. Have you be seen in a cafeteria with some nobody. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, I'm not like I'm not working anymore, so I can go wherever I want." And he's like, and he says something about like we need to keep making money. And Bill's like, you know, a good way to make more money would be to let me do my very popular dance. You know, like interesting that like he's really confident, but like, it's it turns out to be accurate because then he's like, "You just stick to that drum," and he's like, "And stick to that drum, I did." I think with the little kids, and then we see he gets on top. No, of No, it drums. wasn't even to the little kids. He like looked right into the camera and then <laughs> looked like an inch away. It was like, "Oops, wasn't supposed to look at the camera," <laughs> and then he just like says it to himself. But then, so we get this number that's like. It's just Chick like Bailey is singing a whole thing and people are just drums, playing the drums in the and background. Yeah, Chick Bailey's like, the low tom-tom. And it's like a very boring song. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then Bill Williamson like jumps onto the drum and starts dancing. And like then he's jumping all around on other people's drums and everyone's loving it. And it's crazy that Chick Bailey doesn't notice because like there's all these extra rhythms when the drums are all just going like one, two. So, but it adds so much. And then everyone's watching in the wings like, oh my God, Bill's gonna get in so much trouble, but the crowd is eating it up. And then when the song is over, Chick goes to the wings and is like, wow, this number's never done this well. I was really on fire tonight. And when and he, then when he they, comes when he takes back his bow, out the and people clap takes like his crazy. Bow and people like stop clapping. And then Bill takes a bow and everyone Well, they bow at again. the same time the first time. So he thinks that they're clapping for him. And yeah. then he goes into the wings and he's like, no one's ever loved it that much. But then he comes out and just he bows and the applause and, peters out. Yeah. But so then, then Bill bows Bill again. bows <laughs> and then it goes back. So then he turns around and he notices. And he's like, and Bill why I got out? <laughs> so then Bill goes into Selena's dressing room and is like... Well, he fired me. And Selena's like, of course he did. You want to get that sandwich? And he's like, if it wasn't for your job, I would have, like, punched him, knocked him out. And she's like, oh, well, don't stop on my account. So then Chick comes into the dressing room and is like, you, I thought I told you to get out of here. And he's like, and he's like I'll I get out when I'm good and ready. That I would get- <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's like, well, I told you, I'm not gonna. And it's like, and Bill, then- <laughs> you really should respect this man. He's renting the theater. And then Chick is like, well, you gotta leave now. And then Bill's <laughs> like, well, bam, and like punches Bill's him just, like punches I would have thought dead. <laughs> I literally was gonna say. I and was again, like, I would Selena's like, oh well, and just steps over his dead body. Literally, <laughs> I thought he was dead until we got like we go back to the future and there's like a note from him in this book that's like i always recognized your talent and he's like a classic chick bailey i'm like oh my god he's still alive thank god (laughs) (laughs) and then i think the kids are just like well that's a fun solution to that hey what happened to gabe (laughs) we kind of like (laughs) we get this whole other little story now (laughs) because his note they're like oh what's this and then he's like, it just says Gabe and like no message. And then he's like, oh, Gabe still doesn't have any money. 
and then <laughs> he's like, we lost track of Gabe for a little bit, but then um, I saw him shining shoes on the street, and I was like, all my chorus girls are refusing to go on unless I pay them for last yeah. week's rehearsal. <laughs> I haven't paid my actors, and now they're pissed at me. <laughs> this isn't fair. I think the most interesting characters in this movie are the chorus girls who unionize <laughs> and refuse to work for no money. <laughs> I thought this was the best part. And we're supposed to root against part. them in this film. I didn't sign on. No, I thought this was the best part because I could tell that they were trying to make it like a good thing that these women were working for no pay, but then they like refused to work for no pay and I was like, "Yes." And then they so Gabe's plan is to like get a fancy car and dress fancy and make them think that he has money and like he'll just pay them after the show. So, but the situation like, is that like the he Bill is pretty certain that the show is going to make enough money to pay everyone their back wages and for their work today, but they just need to do the show. And so, mm-hmm. like the chorus girls are trying to organize to get paid because they haven't been paid in a while but he's he just needs them to hang on for this one more performance so if gabe can guarantee gabe is like oh i guarantee your wages then like and i'll give them to you at the stage door on your way out so then bill will be able to run grab the money from tonight's ticket sales and they can just give out the money they were planning to give out but then gabe is also like and i'm raising everyone's wages five (laughs) dollars I don't know how that gets resolved. <laughs> so he does, he's very showy to make them think, and it, it does work initially. They're like, well, he looks like he's for money. First so. he's like, I gotta see what I'm paying for. And so they do a whole little number, and then oh, this yeah. girl sings this song about Salt Lake City. <laughs> and you're like, interesting. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> and her performance is good. It's like... It makes me wonder if that... It's just weird that there's two sort of, like, ballads from Black Ingenues about Salt Lake City and musical theater canon, but I guess it's a common city for... <laughs> where a lot of black women are falling in love um, amongst um, all the Mormons. <laughs> so they do, like, they're like, okay, I believe that we'll get our money so like whatever we'll do the show and there are these two guys who like they are like do a minstrel act in bill's show and one of them is like this guy looks so familiar but i don't know from where and And then then they do their minstrel act and we see like a long swath of it (laughs) (laughs) it's like hmm I... I'm not that interested in this. Yeah. Especially because we haven't met these. We see these two guys it and they're like, we're really... suspicious. And then we watch them do like a seven minute comedy act. And I then know. we and go I back to the even, story. I didn't even realize it was those same people until they finished. I was just kind of like, what's happening right now? <laughs> I did kind of think that like they had a little gag where they would like they kept cutting each other off but like they knew what they were gonna say i don't know they were just like having a conversation but only saying the first half of the sentences and i was like oh this is funny and then it went on for like five minutes (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that was the whole crux of the thing (laughs) also that like 
their car was breaking, breaking down. down. In like explosive, goofy ways. Yeah. And they would like lean on it and it would break. It was like a fine act. You could understand that this genuinely is an act that would probably play well on stage, mm-hmm. but I don't know why we, the film audience that hadn't paid to see this show <laughs> with the unionized actresses who were getting bamboozled by Gabe, <laughs> we didn't need to see this. <laughs> but anyway, but, they get so off then stage. They go off and then stage they say, and they're like, I thought that was pretty good tonight. Uh, I don't know. There's something. I think they like cut each other off again in the way that they did. Yes. But stage. the thing that happens is that there. Someone says like, "Wow, that guy. That guy's taking a real. We're taking a real shine to him or something like that." And then the guy's like, and then he's like shine, "Shine. That's it. I've seen I've him seen shining shoes. Shining. Yeah. Yeah. He's a boot black. And they're like a boot black. And they go in and they tell all the other chorus girls. And then he comes in with a bot. He told the guy to go buy the nicest candy he could for a small amount of money and so he's got all these chocolates and he brings them in for the girls and they take it and they slam it over his head because they're mad (laughs) they also like throw some bags with some type of powder or something in them on him i don't know they just make a mess on him and he's like uh rats but then (laughs) um I actually don't remember someone, how this resolves. <laughs> yeah, someone's like, oh, you need money? I have a lot of money. I'll pay you. Go oh, it's on like the stage. limo driver cousin. Oh, right. Because he he was the one that brought the chocolates to Gabe. And then he's like, oh, this is just about money? Here's $300. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? Where'd you get this from? <laughs> and all the girls are like, Yay! <laughs> Um, and, so, and so everything works out. And then yes. I, I don't think, think we see any more like, of the show. He, no, we do. They do a number. Bill and Selena do a number. I can't give you anything but love. And all the oh. chorus girls and boys are in it. And it's a good number. It's a little, like, I don't know. It wasn't the best number. I couldn't tell you how it goes, and I forgot that it happened, so I can't really <laughs> vouch for it. But it seems it's fine. I guess. Um, it didn't stick out as bad. Then after that, we get... Then we get a scene about the house. So then she's yes, like... so there's a little... There's another note in the thing from all his Hollywood pals. And then mm, yes, the kids are like, did Selena come with you to Hollywood, Uncle Bill? And he's like, not yet. So and then... we find out that he buys this house. And he's like... We can settle down and have kids. And she's like, I don't want to do that. I'm a singer. I want to sing. That's my job. And he's like, but now you don't have to because I got this Hollywood deal. And she's, she's like, like, sure, but I, but I want to. I want to. And he's like, so well, I'm going to buy like, this house and wait in it until you change your mind. Yeah. Well, they break up because he's like, I just kept thinking that like eventually you would change your mind. But like, this is what I want. She was like, well, I'm not gonna. And this is what I want. So then they they break up. He goes to Hollywood. He lives in this house. But he keeps waiting every day for her to change her mind still and come back. And someone comes and, and delivers something to the house and is like, oh, are Cab all these Calloway. kids yours? Oh, Cab Calloway come. Oh, right. Now we're in the present. Mm-hmm. So we get this whole scene about the house and they break up. And then Cab Calloway comes by and he's like, oh, my God, I didn't know you had all these kids. And then the kids are like, bye, Uncle Bill. And he's like, like, no, they're, they're just neighbors. the neighbor's kids. I wish they were mine. Yeah. And Cab's like, well, we're doing some fundraiser for the army. And Bill's like, 
I love the army. Whatever you want, I'll be there. And so he goes to this fundraiser and Cab Calloway's band opens the fundraiser with a little number. and It's good and fun. And then Cab is like, you're going to want to see this next number, Bill. And so Bill goes into the audience and then it's Selena's song. Am I skipping anything? No, there was some conversation. I feel like Gabe was there. And he's like, oh, I think Gabe. Gabe is backstage. Maybe, yeah, but... they're backstage. And then Cab is like, hey, you're yeah, going to he... want to go out into the audience. But I don't remember what Gabe has to say. He's um... probably just like, I'm still alive. <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> Much like Chick Bailey, I am not dead. <laughs> but so then he goes into the audience and there's a little like place card that says Selena Rogers and Catherine Dunham and her dance troupe performs yeah, like Stormy special Weather. guests or special performance by. And it's like, dang, how did he not notice that Selena was here? And that they've got these place cards on every table, they'll tell you. <laughs> well, he hadn't but, been in the audience. He was just waiting backstage. But so then he's like, oh, man. And she starts singing it's like, Stormy oh, my Weather. My ex is here. <laughs> <laughs> and her song is like, I'm sad that I broke up. I mean, it's, I guess it's a famous song. I didn't really know the song, but I kind of knew it. You didn't it. know the song? I, like, I recognized it, but I couldn't have sung it. If you told me, sing Stormy Weather before I saw this Stormy movie. Stormy Weather. <laughs> Since my man and I ain't together. Keeps, keeps raining, raining all, all the time. time. I mean, now I've seen the movie. I'm saying three days ago, if you had asked me to sing Stormy Weather, I would have struggled. <laughs> I would have done just that. Well, congratulations to you. Thank anyway, you. it's literally, <laughs> there's somehow, like, she's standing on stage looking I know. out a window. I tr- I'm <laughs> trying to imagine how anyone in the audience could, like, experience this number. I don't know. It's I mean, they're of... not meant to. It's for yes. us. It's a musical. But it, <laughs> it's a movie. It is. Catherine Dunham and her dancers are in the world of the movie present, so it is weird that, like, we see Selena sing, and then through the window she's singing into, we go through it, and then that's how we get the Catherine Dunham dance number. And then, so they're, like, in the rain on, like, a street scene, and then it transforms to, like, a stage, and it's, like, some dream ballet sequence. So then I'm like, well, are they only supposed to see through this window, or did they like transform the no, stage? No, I'm sure they then... came on stage. But it doesn't. It doesn't matter. We're watching but the there's, movie. But there's a costume change and everything, and then they go back. Then you go back to the street, the street and then you go back scene, through and then you the go window, back. and yeah. she sings again. Yeah. And, and then, then she's backstage, and Bill's like, "Hey, good job!" And she's like, "I changed my mind. I want to have kids with you and stop being a singer." And Bill's like, hooray! She says something, someone says something, and then she's like, me too. And then he's like, Selena, did you just say what I thought you said? And she's like, hi, Bill, yes, let's get back together and have kids together. And I was like, all right. And then they do a number together. And then the Nicholas brothers do their numbers. <laughs> In the middle, it's like so. He's no, dancing. so so he, they sing 
they're they've got like a little set he does a little song and dance and then opens the door and she comes out and they sing there's no two ways about love together oh, yes and it's song, like yeah. very cute and then i'm like oh the movie's over where were the nicholas brothers and then cab calloway's like five six seven eight and then starts doing a song with his and then band. a whole bunch of dancers and come then, on the stage i know and then, and then, then i'm still come on like the floor. hmm and then the Nicholas and then brothers. Of the dancers like, on the floor, two of them are the Nicholas brothers. Not even, I don't think. They come from the tables oh, yeah, and like jump in the onto the floor. Yeah. And then everyone leaves. They do their dance. They go up the. So there's like one small staircase that's. Yeah, they carpeted. do that iconic thing where they're like well, wait, jumping first. Oh. Okay, go ahead. So. First, there's one small staircase that's carpeted and they go up it and they dance on the stage and then they go down and it's like cool. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is just like a tip of the hat to their, that other famous movie where they do that. And then they go to the other side of the room and here we have this big set piece that is so iconic with the two spiral staircases but the steps are like huge it's and one it's set white. of it's like regular steps and then coming along the side so you can like take normal steps up right and then no, spiraling no, no. around the side no, of the it's big just ones. it's just the two big ones it's and then just a the slide two curved slides next to the two oh, big steps. oh yes yes wait so, so then what's in the center of the piece is it like a door nothing yeah i don't know maybe there's a door there but there's no stairs But anyway, they do that very iconic thing where they jump and split on the step and then the other one jumps over and split and then so they slide up and then they go up the stairs and then they slide down the slide. And that's that. And... That's and then we go back to weather. the stage, and there's all those people on stage, and I think there's a little reprise of the song. And yes. then the end. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. good to finally see it. I enjoyed it. I recommend it. I know, It's only yeah. an hour and 15 minutes, also. Yes. Some good music. I would... I recommend... I think Lena classic. Dunham is actually one of, among the weaker singers of the women, but that's just because you have Dunham? such a... Sorry. <laughs> I mean, Lena Dunham would be absolutely Lena the, Dunham would be the worst singer in this movie. But Lena Horne is the weakest, but that's only because you have, like, Powerhouse, like, Ada Brown sings a beautiful mm-hmm. song. And then also the woman who sings the Salt Lake City song. I was like, wow, this is really great. I was really impressed by the Salt Lake City song, even though it had no reason to happen. And it was like, these girls also are, like, on strike. And then he's like, I gotta see something before I put down money. And she's like at the top of a stairwell and she's like I've got something for you and then she just starts singing from up there it's very odd but a lovely performance I quite loved it but yeah I I really enjoyed Lena Horne's performance but I would say that Ethel Waters does a better rendition of Stormy Weather but I liked hers as well yes I mean she's a captivating presence on screen also she's just mm-hmm. nice to watch a good movie yeah some good dancing 
the end. Oh, uh, we got some feedback from our father, which is that we need a better ending for our (laughs) podcast. What? I thought our ending was great. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) The classic end of something. (laughs) What does he want it to be? I don't know. He didn't have any suggestions. He just thinks it, it should be. He finds it disorienting. Sorry. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll, we'll workshop some things in the next, in the coming weeks. But for now, skadoodly do. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>